think we should unveil now. Okay, ready? Turn our camera on one, two, three. The thing that everybody doesn't know is that we are often naked together in the mornings. That's true. Via selfie. Andy and I take our ugly selfies in the morning and send them to each other very often. So um, this is nothing new to us. Except, except for you have makeup on. And I have makeup on. Done and I have my glasses on. So. There. So. Oh, wow. Well. Sherry, have I got the genitals for you? If you've got an itch, Andy Vargo will scratch it. Oh, Sherry, I don't see you yet. Oh, there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, look at you. Oh, let me take my mask off. <laughs> Damn it. Nice. <laughs> you forgot to wax. Yes, well, yes. <laughs> you, look, you look nice and slutty. I like that. Thank you. I thought, you know, I thought red was a good... I, and I learned that you are at least a four-sock girl. <laughs> her side uh, oh that's what oh my mustache is crooked god what kind of a oh well i don't know what you guys complain about this is the most convenient thing I my m ms are nice and melted i gotta do this every now and then i don't know if you do this yes i had to i had to pull mine down today because I, I tried to make it as as mundane as possible. So what are you eating out of your boobs? M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing your laugh all day. <laughs> oh my God. All right, so. Oh wait, I have to do my Sherry laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sherry, you look so lovely today. Oh, Your well, very um, nice. I can't stop staring at them. <laughs> I've never, um, I've never actually dressed as a woman before. This is a, this is a first. What are you wearing? Uh, is that a dress or just a top? It's, it's just a, um, oh. a bra thing. And then I have a little shawly, you know, Oh, has kind of like, kind of like your, um, Dalmatian jacket that you've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you did a good job. Anyway. Um, the hair was the hard part, really, and the glasses. Well, you did an amazing job. Oh, my God. And this, um, I, this is a little bright, but they didn't have the right, I couldn't find the right color that was the right, you know. So in but, case, oh, I, I should show my own, you're awkward. Nice, yeah. So in case anybody doesn't, hasn't figured it out, Andy and I are dressed up as each other. Yes. I'm Sherry. I'm Andy. And this is Scrutiny with Sherry and Andy. Yes. Uh, and this is, uh, whose turn is it to introduce the episode? Well, 
Sherry's turn. So okay. hang on, I gotta straighten my mustache. Oh, <laughs> yeah, look what I found in there. <laughs> oh, nasty. <laughs> uh, I made you. I made you buy those bugs for that. That's what that was for. You know, <laughs> I would laugh, but men aren't funny. So <laughs> that was Jordan's idea, by the way. The bug That's out of the mustache. So. Well, thanks for that. Mm-hmm. All right, I wore them so. out front for you. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh my god we're never gonna get through this episode <laughs> i don't know how to do that one giggle that you do okay so this is, yeah we already introduced ourselves that's good enough okay okay so what so, do you got what do you got coming up anything exciting that you're working oh on or well um Tonight is our, uh, I'm, you know, in Toastmasters, oops, excuse me, tonight is our um, Halloween show, our Halloween thing, so I've, I'm excited to go to that, and I'm, I've got to um, change costumes, because this, I don't know that they'll get it if I show up like this, and um, plus it'll be a little cold, I want to, you know, have a full top, but um, I, uh, no, nothing, nothing super exciting right now, I have some shows coming up in November, my next comedy show is November 14th. I'm going to be hosting for Mary Mac. So I'll bring that up again later. Um, and I've got a couple of just workshops I'm working on putting together right now on the business side. And I'll have some info on that pretty soon. I'm excited to share that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you? <laughs> uh, Saturday afternoon, I have Roastamania at the Comedy Club um that's all i've got this week and then next month on the i think it's the fifth friday friday the fifth i will be at uh god stein's tap house in arlington okay that sounds everything, fun is everything okay in there yeah my, my my food storage was getting a little out of control so <laughs> oh god uh yeah so that's all i've got coming up right now that's exciting so sherry should we talk about what happened yesterday let's do it oh my god so we had to meet because we haven't met for a while and we like to catch up and maybe do some comedy writing maybe do some gossiping maybe do some scrutinizing whatever we do and, and we had to get our uh, we you had to get my men aren't funny button and i had to get the on your awkward shirt for today yeah and so so we meet up and um and as we're walking into our our secret off-site location it says there's a psychic showcase which i've never heard of i didn't know that was a thing and um i drive by there all the time and see that and i've always thought oh i should go to that sometime yeah, Sherry says, oh my gosh, I've wanted to go to that so much. We should go. And the gal runs out and says, oh, are you guys thinking about coming in? Come on in. And, uh, and it, you know, it was about an hour from starting. So we went into the bar and got some, some food <laughs> first. 
and then went back to the psychic showcase. So that was um, quite the experience. What in the hell's going on with mustache? Oh, I'm putting it on crooked. Oh, that explains it. Sorry about that. You know, um, well, this is this was in there. I was making it like all messed up. There was a cashew in my mustache. <laughs> oh my god! How much stuff are you gonna find in that stash? That's it. I didn't have any bugs in my So. I don't want to like say bad things about the people that were there, but. <laughs> well, let's just say it's, I would preface it by saying, you know, anytime you walk into a group that is a community that has their own style and practices and you're new, it feels awkward. It's just different. And, and people were welcoming. That was cool. We, own, we owned our awkward. Yes, we did. And. Let's just say we were the youngsters of the group. Mm -hmm. Pretty much there, we would have been more in a place or less out of place if we would have been 20 years older. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so, like, I, so, you know, I like old people. I am one of them. So I'm not saying anything bad about that. But there's a certain age that you get when, how do I say this? You kind of lose the ability to filter a bunch of things at one time. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like you just, and they were like, each person was hyper-focused on the one thing that they were focused on. Right. That's a good way to describe it because um, everybody would chime in when they didn't need to chime in when it was the thing that they wanted to focus on. That's a good way to right. look at why that was the way that was. Yeah. And then uh, it was nice. I mean, it was kind of nice. Like if I was older, I would probably keep going there. Mm -hmm. Fucking mustache. But anyway, they had like a prayer list. Yes. If you had a prayer request, that was nice. Mm -hmm. They had people that were joining them via, via Zoom or whatever up on a screen. Yeah. From they had over. prizes. They had, um, you know, little games. And somebody was giving out candy. I mean, it was very warm and welcoming. But it was in a really teeny tiny room. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, was it was packed. It was very packed. And that was, um, it, it was packed and it was, um, I don't know how to describe it. It was just, it was a very interesting experience. But apparently they do this every week. Um, I was disappointed because they have a box. You guess what's in the box. Um, I didn't get it right. But I thought that whoever guessed what was in the box got what was in the box. And I think it was just more of a fun Kind of distraction. I think they got some kind of a prize. Okay. Well, and um, I was just disappointed that none of the psychics appropriately guessed what was in the box. Don't you think, like, if okay, if you're a, a psychic and you don't know what's in the box, mm -hmm. and you're going to, you shouldn't guess along with everybody else that's not getting it if you're not getting it. 
Right. Well, I mean, you I'll, should just stay out of it and let the non-psychic people guess. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, because there are those things where if you're part of the people kind of putting on the show or the event, there's certain things that you just don't take part in. But I don't know. Yeah, it's just kind of fun for all of them. I don't know. It was fun. Mm -hmm. and then, I, think and, more of, I think it's more just a fun night out. Yeah, yeah, it was less about psychics. Yeah, and there there was one part where they do the psychic reading, um, and that was interesting to see them go around and they do it. You, and I think that I, at first I was confused because they were doing all these extra things, like these little activities that had nothing to do with being psychic. But then at the end of the night, I realized that was to give the psychics time to do whatever readings they needed to do. And so they took an item from each one of us. Yes. And held on to it. Uh, so that they could uh, see if they sensed anything about it. And then they wrote on a card mm -hmm. what your little psychic reading was. Yes. And then, the, so they did that at the very end. And that was interesting. So do you want to read yours first? Or you want me to read mine first? Oh, I, can, I can read mine. Okay. Find <laughs> it here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, let's see what it says here. Um, so um, the dude gave me his phone number. Did you get a phone number on yours? It was a business card. Well, no, it was handwritten on there, on the back. Really? Yes. Um, anyway, so oh, I got a phone wow. number. I wonder why he kept looking at you all night. Um, right? Uh, anyway. <laughs> You can so, call him daddy and you might be accurate. He said um, something about a new car, which that sounded fun to me. I'm like, cool. He didn't give me a date for that. Um, little kids, not sure, but feels like family. And he said that they are, that, that the little kids were all over me. Like he could just see me covered in kids, like lots of kids everywhere. So I don't know if that means grandkids are on the way or what. Um, and then he Does said that, that I would get a, huh? I hope that doesn't mean that you're a pedophile. <laughs> no, maybe he's heard my comedy. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I can't tell if you're laughing on purpose or just mocking me at this point. <laughs> just mocking you. Um, thank you. And then it said that I would get a phone call tomorrow, which was today at hey. one that would make me happy. And, um, and that call didn't come in. So I don't know if. Um, maybe he means 1 a.m. Maybe 1 a.m. Oh, yeah. wait, wait, 1 a.m. Today already happened. <laughs> that already happened. So, um, or maybe he knew I'd be reading the card today and that maybe tomorrow is the one o'clock call. I don't know. So, uh, so that's yet. I, there's a lot of everything on here. I don't know yet, but, but a car has been one of the next things I've wanted to do because I want to get a classic car. That's, that's my next big goal. Mm -hmm. um, so that maybe that's a thing that's going to happen soon. I don't know. But, cool. Uh, anyway, right, I'm going to read mine, but I have yours. to do this. <clears throat> okay. Time to clear out all. Uh, All that no longer, okay, time to clear out all that no longer serves you 
making room for new people and new things, etc. Okay. Um, a new business opportunities within the next two weeks. Be alert when traveling. A drunk driver will be trying to get in your lane. Hmm. So that's a little disturbing, you know. Yeah. And just pay attention. Especially because I always drive home through the tide flats yeah. and up the back hill, but that's where all the drunk people drive because they know there's less cops. Yeah. I mean, that's why I drive. <laughs> and so I'm always worried about drunks on that road because I always see drunks on that road. So mm -hmm. yeah, so be I'll careful. Have to be careful about that. Yeah. Especially with, when you're doing shows and stuff and you're out late and Mm hmm so we'll see if i get a new business opportunity in the two next two weeks i'm looking forward to that if anybody wants to book me you can make a psychic's prediction come true and and i thought maybe that i recommend that i read it wrong like maybe or maybe i heard it wrong because i thought maybe it wasn't a maybe it was an email or maybe something exciting happens like maybe it was a call at one but they specifically wrote down phone call on the card so um mm. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, but let, let's talk about the other thing that happened there. Yes. So we're sitting there and we had closed out our tab in the bar and then moved over to this room. And there was a different waitress in there and she was walking through, but she waited on literally everybody in the place except for us including yeah, like, people that were sitting at our exact same table as us right like and just like pretending like we weren't there mm -hmm, yeah and it was the most uh like because you know being in service you have a, a special room full of people and it's sometimes hard to see like who came in and who you didn't get yet and that kind of thing but I watched this person anytime somebody else sat down at a different table, including our table, they went up to them and made sure they had something. So it wasn't just a lack of, oh, I didn't see you yet. It was, uh, came to our table at least 12 times between taking orders for three different people that were all taken separately, mm -hmm. delivering their orders because it wasn't runners bringing the, the stuff. It was the same person taking the order, bringing the food, also bringing the bills, also doing refills, also checking in. And she was super nice to everybody. Even these old ladies that are like, can you bring me some lemon for my water? Like annoying stuff like that. Sure, of course I can. And yeah. then she would go get it, but not ask us, can I get you anything? And I even got up, left the room, went through their service entry into the bar, ordered drinks. While she was in there behind the counter, ordered them from the other bartender that was awesome with us. And then brought them back into our room and as a server, you would notice, oh, there's drinks on the table I didn't serve, you know, um, and still no acknowledgement, no, oh, sorry, you had to go get your drinks, or uh, it was just, it was. Um, yeah, there, there was obvious that she was doing it on purpose. Yeah. So that so was whether that was, she was whether she was a uh, uh, an ableist person or fat phobic or didn't like Andy's mustache. I don't know. Could have been the mustache. I, yeah. But, Maybe she's ageist. And since we were the youngest people in the room, well, we weren't quite the youngest because there was no, another group. There were some other younger people. Yes. That's funny. We're categorizing. 
but 40, 40 and 50 as younger. And it is hard, well, in this case, <laughs> but it is, it is hard to, um, it's hard in situations like this because you want to understand what's going on and any assumption that we put on why somebody would do that is an assumption we're making about why it is. However, it definitely was happening regardless of the reason. I, you know, we can make some guesses on why, um, but it doesn't matter what the reason is, it was still wrong. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Just... So I know you left her, uh, left a review on what, what was it, Facebook? I, I sent a direct message. It wasn't a, a public review. Um, and I have not heard back yet from the establishment. Mm -hmm. And it was just, and I even said in there, you know, I know that you can't fix anything if you don't know about it. So now, you know, and I wrote, I wrote a review on Google. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I figure, you know, I'll, I'll go add that soon. Um, it's funny. My, uh, friends, mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw, they commented on my post, uh, were just were there recently and had trouble with a young dark-haired female waitress there too oh so, interesting yeah i didn't say it's the same one i don't know for sure but yeah yeah that's too bad it is too bad um i'm just looking trying to figure stuff out you know okay. while you're doing that i'm just going to take a peek over here and see if anybody has commented what's that noise I don't know. What is that noise? Can you hear it? I don't hear any noise, so I'm really curious what that noise is. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sherry's costume is uh, <clears throat> making it hard to see. Shoot. Hmm. All right, I got to think for a minute. Okay. We'll take a commercial break right now. How do I make you hear my sound? You have to also share desktop sound or something like that. I don't know how to. Do you have to be sharing your desktop for that to happen? I don't know. Hmm. Because when you share like your screen, then it asks you if they want you to share the sound. Yeah. But that what is that? But if it's just the sound, that's I good. don't know how to get to that. So I guess we have to figure that out. But um, yeah. So would you like to play a game? I think that sounds fun. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. All right, I'm going to put my real glasses on for now because I even did my eyebrows, but then we found these glasses that already had eyebrows, so. Nice, look at you. Okay, let's do something fun. Bam, bam, I have no idea. Sherry told me she had a game today, but she didn't say what the game is. So I am excited to see what we're playing. Bum, bum, ba -da, bum, bum. This is fun being on our scrutiny channel today. I've invited a lot of friends to watch our scrutiny channel. Oh, oh wait, shit. let's see if this will work now for a quick oh. second. Okay. Ooh, yep, I hear it. This means that we're going to play a game. We're going to play a, uh, a rousing game. Uh, does Andy know this movie? Halloween edition. Oh, 
focus. Sorry, I'm trying to turn the music back off. <laughs> okay, I'm not okay. looking at, looking still, at your still some technical things to be worked out on the show. I'll That's be the first to admit. All right, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Do you know this movie? Now, each some of them are going to have like a couple clues if you don't get it right away. What movie is Tippi Hedren famous for? I have no idea who Tippi Hedren is. Okay, well then maybe this clue will help. <clears throat> okay. Is there a clue coming? <laughs> They're supposed to be. There it is. Oh, the birds. Okay, you got one. Yay. Yay. What horror movie was Johnny Depp's first movie? Is that Johnny Depp? Yes. Um, the birds? Okay, so let me give you a clue. I have actually seen the birds. Oh, that's, um, is that Freddy Krueger? Mm-hmm. What's that the name Nightmare of the movie? What? Is that Nightmare on Elm Street? Yay, two for two, Andy. I haven't seen that movie either. <laughs> Did you but say that you saw the birds or not? I've seen the birds. Okay. In which, in which horror film does the phrase, the power of Christ compels you, appear? I would almost, I'm, this is just a guess, um, The Exorcist, but that's, I have no idea. Still no idea. You oh. are correct. Three out of three. That was only a contextual guess. Also a movie I haven't seen. All right. Wow. What movie features a teenager doused in pig blood? have no clue focus focus are you kidding i have no idea are you kidding okay people this is what i'm talking about <laughs> um still no idea oh my god like I, this is like i want to call dave in here right now and just say andy doesn't know this carrie okay 1976. I've heard of that movie. I've never Sissy watched Sissy Spacek that. goes to the prom and she gets doused with pig blood. Okay. It's an actually good movie that you should probably see. Okay. All right. Uh-oh. Oh, well, this is the Bates Motel one. The clue showed up too soon. What's the name of it, though? Psychic? Psycho. Oh, Psycho. Psycho. <clears throat> yeah. I, I I did know there was a Bates Motel from the question before you put the picture on. That oh, did you? Okay. Me. All right. I lost track. That's four, I think you got right. I still haven't seen that one. What is the only horror movie to win Best Picture? No clue. Here's a clue. Oh, The Silence of the Lambs. That I have seen. Yeah. That was freaky. Ooh. That's a good movie. She starred as Lori in the first of the series in 1978 and is currently in theaters reprising the role. Who is she and what is the original movie titled? 
Little House on the Prairie? No. Would you like a clue? Sure. I don't know who that is. You don't know who that is? At Jamie Lee Cur Curtis. Yes. What is she famous for? Fish called Wanda. Halloween. Halloween. Oh, she's in the Halloween movies, yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen any of those either. First one's a really only good one. Okay. The heroine eats a chocolate mousse with a chalky undertaste and wakes up to a rape from Satan with a bunch of old people watching. What is the name of the movie? Ugh. Close Encounters of the Third Kind? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, here's a hint. Um, that tells me nothing. Oh, Lord in heaven. Rosemary's Baby. Oh, okay. That's a horror movie, huh? Yes. And the, okay. The people that were there last night, I was going to say to you, oh my God, these are like the people in the, like she moves next door to these old people that are in like this coven, but they're all old. And uh -huh. I was like, oh my God, so just like Rosemary's Baby. And I almost said something about a chalky undertaste, but I knew we were doing this today. So I <laughs> couldn't say it. You wouldn't have gotten any of it anyway, so. Uh, were you afraid to eat the candy then that you were given? <laughs> uh. I wanted to say it has a chalky undertaste, but I didn't think anyone would get it. All right, one of the characters in this movie was named Leatherface. What is the name of the movie? Is that the one with Jason? What? Wait, there's Jason and Freddy Krueger. I don't know which is which. So um, I feel like Freddy Krueger was the other one. And there's Nightmare on Elm Street. We already did Halloween. I have no idea. Does that give you any clues? Is this it? It has a clown in it. The Texas, oh, he's got a chainsaw, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, yeah, that's freaky. I've not seen that. I know you hadn't seen it, but I thought you would might maybe know it by Leatherface. Yeah, okay, no. I don't even remember what the last one is. So I don't, when we get to the end, I won't even know it's the end. Probably Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah, I do remember. In 2007, in this 2017 film, a black young man accompanied his white girlfriend home to meet her parents. What is the name of the film? Andy, you have to have seen this. Uh-uh. Is this a horror show? Yeah. Sorry. Um, he looks familiar. Get out. It's get out. Paul get out? Yep. Okay. And it's actually really good. Really, 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 really good. And it's current, fairly current, four years old, so. I suggest you watch it. All right, that's the end. I no, forgot, no, no, no. I lost count. But this, I just want to say to everyone, this is why I get frustrated with Andy because he doesn't know anything about pop culture references. And I gave him, those are like the most famous, like I wasn't going to even go to anything that wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't going to go to any like little... 
I still need to watch The Shining. You said I should watch that. Yes, I would say. All the way down there. What was the other one? Get Out and The Shining. You should definitely watch both of those movies. I'm not looking to see what's in the uh, Netflix and uh, Netflix and Prime mm-hmm. list for movies. Yeah, seriously. Do I don't want to watch them before I go to bed, though. That's, I'm gonna, we can I do a have, movie have, night. We can watch it together, like on the computer or something. So well, we maybe can talk I, in case you got scared. Maybe I should have watched that last night. I would have had better nightmares than what I had. Ugh. Yeah. Too real. All right. So what what time are we at? How long have we been doing this? 4.35. Wow. Well, we still got a few minutes, like 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, you want to introduce the topic or you want me to? Sure, I thought we were gonna we could talk. Oh, I go for it. You can. I mean, we're doing this, we're just doing one topic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Normally we do we each pick a topic, but we were kind of talking about this subject last night. So we said, why don't we talk about it today? And it's about when friendships change. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> like I have to like I've been playing a tape of you laughing all day because. Like I forget how to do it after a while, but if I just listen to it, I'm good at it. I'll do it straight up. <laughs> I do silent this sometimes. Yeah. Um, and normally I'm just like, yeah, that's funny. Uh, what was I saying? Well, we were talking about how friendships change. Mm-hmm. I think I was in the middle of a sentence, but I don't know what it was. You, you were saying that's what we were going to talk. I think that was kind of it. That was our topic was how relationships change and friendships change. And um, and it's interesting as things develop and grow. Sometimes it's situational. Like say you both work at the same place mm-hmm. and then one of you quits working there. You think you're always going to remain friends, but you often just drift apart because your circumstances are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I find like I have found, and I, and this might like I don't know, I'm just gonna be kind of honest, but say that I have found that like I've lost a lot of friends since I started doing comedy. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not like I've not like lost them as in we got a fight, but just they just kind of floated away. And uh, you know what's, you know I, I have a. I've sort of developed this different way of thinking of friends. It's like, if you think about your life as if you're building a house and when you're, when you're building a house from ground up, you need people to come kind of dig out the cellar and the basement. And so you really get, you have that person in your life as you get through that stage and then you build the foundation and you have that person in your life. You hire a different contractor for each step of the way. And then once that's done, you're ready to build walls. And so you have a, a framer come in or someone who's working with the wood and all that kind of stuff. And I, I think that that's how a lot of friends are. We, we can be in different stages of our lives and we need them for that reason. And, and we may be also equally supportive of them because of where they're at. Like maybe we're both digging out the basement right now, or maybe we're both building walls or ready to put a roof over the top. And, and when we're kind of done with them, it's, it's hard to not feel like you're using them in that way. It's, it's not like you're purposefully doing that, but you lose the need or the commonality. Like we don't work together anymore, like you said, or 
we're not doing these hobbies together anymore. Um, what's interesting for me is because of the dynamics in my relationship when I was married, I really didn't have friends outside of work. Like I could be friendly with people at work, but I kept it nine to five and it was an issue anytime I tried to do anything after hours. So I just kept it at that. And I had, you know, family, but I didn't get to see them all that often just because there was always a lot of stuff going on. And so since I came out, it's been really interesting to develop relationships from some people that I knew way more. And then what? <laughs> Are you losing your mustache? It was just funny hearing you talk seriously <laughs> while you're dressed like that. I yeah. just <laughs> True. Um, but it's interesting because I realized the other day how much of my life has changed since I came out and have developed different friends in different areas. But even in the last five years, I've had friends come and go or people that I'll still be friends with. But I'm instead of talking to them every day, I might have lunch with them twice a year and we still have a great conversation and we're not we don't have to be mad and butthurt that we don't have that same connection, but it's just natural. And sometimes it is sad because you're like, well, see, I've got some friends like that. Uh, I've been friends with for many, 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 many years, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, like Tracy, she yes. and I, we, ra we raised our children together. Our children are now in their thirties and uh, you know, she's moved away a couple times to different States and come back. And when she comes back, we always pick that friendship up right where we left off. Mm -hmm. We might be in different phases of our life, but there's just a core strong friendship, you know, that's that's always gonna be there. And my friend Scott, the same way. Now, do Scott and I rarely talk now. We do a little Facebook interaction rarely, but I always knew that, uh, you know, we were just locked together for life. Yeah. But there are those other friends that you maybe think you're going to be that kind of friend with. And then all of a sudden they just kind of fade away. I It often leaves me feeling like, did I do something wrong? Mm. Did I hurt them? Did they, you know, who knows what it is. But I do a lot of that, like trying to find answers to why I think what. No, it is hard to take you seriously when you're like that. But go ahead. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, um, I, you know, it leaves me questioning a lot, a lot of times, like, what did I do? And then it's like, I think since I've been in, in comedy, is it, it's so funny how the mustache moves when I talk, like, goes, <laughs> you know, that I think, like, have I ignored my friends? Is that why they don't answer my calls when I call them or text them, you know, or when I ask them to go somewhere? you know, they never are available, then I'm like, well, have I been ignoring them? And they're just trying to get back. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's, um, I know what you mean, because there's, like, when we're in the lifestyle, like we're in, where we're self-promoting a lot, I always, I, I worry sometimes about overly tapping into my friends or asking too much like hey I've got this going on I've got that going on and I want to go support my friends like last week my friend Ashley had a an art exhibit and I was able to make it I put it on the calendar and I, I couldn't get there till the end because of work schedule and stuff but I still it was like I made a point I was like I am not going to miss that because she's coming to some of my stuff she's been very supportive and um and sometimes I can't go to those things that I want to go to and I feel like I don't want to be the friend that's like hey come to my thing come to my thing come to my thing 
Mm-hmm. I'm never going to come to your thing because I, I want to go to all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, but there are a lot of friends that we have that aren't in that same place where they're looking for that same type of support, maybe a, a different type of support. But um, it, it is interesting, though, because, because we spend so much time going to shows and doing things like that, it forces you to be interacting with the people who are in that same arena because that's who you see naturally. Like you, right. you the comedian people out there aren't my closest friends. They may end up being who I see more often sometimes because they're in the same hobbies and going to the same events. Right. And what's unfortunate, I feel for myself, I mean, luckily uh, you and I, you know, have gotten to be friends through comedy mm-hmm. and you know, I think because you're gay, it has really helped because, you know, like my husband doesn't want me to go off on a road trip with some young straight guy. Oh, not right. like he doesn't trust me, but it's just, it's not, it's weird. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think it's weird, but Dave doesn't like the way it feels to him. So I yeah. can't do that. So some of those friendships, you know, have to have like a, a, a level of, where it stops you know like we can only be friends this much and then that that's really limiting and men like you said you you really didn't have any friends part of that not having friends was your relationship but men don't usually have a lot of friends dave doesn't have he has one friend that he goes disc golfing with that's it that's all they do together he has no other friends that's a typical male thing i think yeah I never know what's typical for males. Well, you know, historically typical, whatever. But so I, I don't know. It's just uh, I forgot my point. But anyway, no, that makes sense. But like, so I, so I feel like my friend. I don't have any friends sometimes because you know I can call my comedy male friends to meet me somewhere, but then it kind of has to end at a certain point because like I gotta go home and my husband's gonna wonder why I'm in a bar with so-and-so you know yeah no I I get it and it it's hard too though because also I think part of it is timing and and what you're able to do but also as your goals and ideals change some of your friends might not keep some of those same goals or ideals so it's hard to relate or have conversations that are similar talking about getting followers or, you know, things that you're focusing on that are really important to you, the way you're running your business and those kind of things. And if your friends are like, you know, I'm talking about, they're talking about something in their, their life that you can't relate to, then you kind of have that, huh? I used to be in that. Uh-huh. That's not my right. anymore. Right. So. Well, sometimes you do outgrow your friends. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes like you're just, not on the same I don't want to say level like one's better than the other but you're just not yeah well, the not, things that you're interested in or that you're that's important to you are totally opposite you know I don't know if you saw that that poem that I posted a few days ago um about I enjoyed this walk we took together mm-hmm. and uh, you know all the things about it and but we went right. a different path and um, someone messaged me and was like, are you everything okay? I saw your poem. So I went back in there and put a comment because it was just something that I was thinking reflectively about different people that have come and gone out of my life. And sometimes it's because of loss. Sometimes someone passes away and you think, you know, that's really sad and I miss that. Mm-hmm. 
had a really good time while we were together for the part of the journey we were on. And sometimes it is friendships that change where it's like, I enjoyed, you know, everything about this friendship or this relationship, whatever it was. And it's at, you know, at the end of our time together, we needed to go different directions, but it doesn't mean that, that I have hard feelings towards you or that you did anything wrong to me or whatever. Sometimes people take it that way because they feel abandoned and left out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be, it can just be, you know, like I think of relationships, like buying a pass to Disneyland. If you know, you know, it's going to end, but you're not pissed off when it's done. You're not like, Oh my God, I can't believe that the two days is over. It's like, no, it's like, damn, we got the most out of our two days together. And sometimes you get an annual pass. Sometimes you just get a pass that's like for a movie and it's two hours, but you know, it's rare to get that lifelong pass, but whatever length it's for, enjoy it. And then be like, God, those were good memories. Mm-hmm. I, you know, great if it was longer, but I'm, you know, going to a different amusement park now. Right. Plus we're all going to die anyway. So yeah. That's a great place to that end. That is the best way to end that. No, yeah, it's it's cool. You know, plus, I swear, I have, I know I say this, like, I did take time away to go hang out with you last night. But most days, like, I don't have time to, like, call, call someone and talk to them on the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, just that kind of stuff is just like, we're going, 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 going. And you have a busy schedule too. So yeah, it's um it is hard because like I was just telling myself yesterday, I'm I'm not saying yes to anything else for a while because I have people I still need to catch up with that I've been trying to figure out when we're gonna have lunch or dinner or even just right. home for 10 minutes. And um and I can't add any other expectations onto that list until I get caught up. And even yeah. just my kids, it's like, I, do, I barely see my kids. They're adults, they have jobs, so. Yeah, so I do want to say that any of my friends that I have neglected, uh, I can't stand, no. I, uh, I just, I'm trying to catch up. Like, I haven't even called my mom back. What are you looking at? So, um, Carrie commented, she said, cute stash. I think she was referring to you and not me. And then she said that she did like that poem it hit home. Oh, nice. Thank you, Carrie. And thanks for watching. Yeah. Used episode. All right. Well, thanks everyone for coming and watching our uh, Halloween episode. I'm sure Andy, Andy can just take a wig off. I got to go wash this crap out of my hair because I had to make it like laid down and, and be brown. So, so I have to go to an event after this. So I have to take the wig off and redo my hair, which was already done for the day. So what do by the way? All right. Well, I didn't take a shower this morning, so I could just take it now. So and I'm going to have to de-sock. Pop them out. Mm-hmm. Are your snacks all gone? Um, I, there's at least one or two more in there. But the others <laughs> are way down in there. I can't, my fingers aren't long enough. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Nice and melty. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>